Today, the workplace is more dynamic and diverse than it's ever been. Four generations coming together to contribute to our economy's growth. But new challenges in the workplace are growing each and every day. This podcast brings corporate leaders to you, sharing solutions and strategies to enhance your company's culture and bring your people together. Rise Up For You presents its newest podcast series, Workplace Solutions, People Matter. Natalina Nasserdine, the founder of Rise Up For You and your host of this podcast series, Workplace and Business Solutions. I am so thrilled to be here and even more thrilled about our guest today. Let me tell you, I have been looking forward to this interview. So today I'm bringing on an amazing man, David Meltzer. He's the co-founder of Sports One Marketing and he formerly served as the CEO of the renowned Lee Steinberg Sports and Entertainment Agency. Now this was the inspiration for the movie Jerry Maguire. David has done a ton of amazing work as an executive, entrepreneur, and today his life's mission is to empower over one billion, you you heard that right, one billion people to be happy. This simple yet powerful mission has led him on an incredible journey to provide one thing, value, and that is what he is here to do today. And let me tell you, he is no fluff, and that's part of the reason why I wanted to bring him on. He's going to talk with us about how to achieve happiness, what it means to provide value, what it means to learn to love what you do. As part of his mission for the past 20 years, he's been providing free trainings to empower others to empower others. Isn't that incredible? So I am so excited. And without further ado, let's talk with our guest, David Meltzer. Rise up for you and enjoy this episode. So David, thank you for joining the Rise Up For You podcast. I always like to start just, you know, learning a little bit more about what you do in your own words. So how would you describe yourself? Tell us what you're up to today. You know, I have transitioned in my life from being a catalyst of others to a catalyst of self, uh, which is really interesting. I had run uh, the world's first smartphone, Lee Steinberg Sports Entertainment, the Notable Sports Agency, and then built a marketing and media company around building celebrities, athletes, and entertainers surrounding the biggest events in the world and the biggest charities. And about three and a half years ago, I decided that all the skills that I had developed, the knowledge I had gained of what to do and who to do it with, as well as my desire that it was time for me to set forth on my major mission in life, which is to empower over a billion people to be happy by utilizing my own brand, my own ideas. And so writing books, TV shows, movies, my own podcast, my own content that I'm putting out there, all specifically to empower a thousand people like you, to empower a thousand people, to empower another thousand people, which equals over a billion people, to be happy. And so I have multiple books out. I have a podcast called The Playbook. I do free trainings every Friday that results in another podcast. I have office hours. I have TV shows like Elevator Pitch, and I have a new TV show called Two Minute Drill to teach people how to to pitch. It can range anywhere from a mom pitching her kids to eat broccoli to billion-dollar deals. Um, But everything I do specifically has to have a cause or a purpose tied to it and to empower others to be happy. I love that. And obviously, I'm very familiar with your work, and, and that's why I wanted to have this conversation with you because 
it's very much in alignment with Rise Up for you, right? And what I what I love about you, David, is that you're no fluff. So you've walked the walk, right? You've been an executive, you built your own company, and now you're taking all of that knowledge and experience and basically just paying it forward, which is what we need today. One of the things that you talk about that I really love is that you say, you know, a lot of people come to you and they say, you're so lucky that, you know, you love what you do. And you say, no, 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 no. I learned to love what I do, right? I found inspiration in everything that I've done. And I'd love for you to just speak to that today a little bit more because I find that today a lot of people are stuck on purpose. And if they're not finding instant gratification or instant purpose, they just leave, like they leave a job or they leave a relationship and, and they don't stick to it. And I always say that, it's easy to start, but it's the staying power that's the hardest part. So tell us a little bit more about that. Yeah, I think you nailed it. Uh, it's so funny because I think the one thing that we all share in equality, and I think that everyone's different, but the one equality that we all have is the same exact percentage, no matter who we are, our lives suck. <laughs> and, the key to being, <laughs> and the key to being successful and happy and purposeful is not you know, leveraging what we all have is that percentage that we love to do and that it makes us feel good. But those people that must be what they can be are the people that can find the light, the love and the lessons and the suck and learn to love everything. And it started with trash for me. I started realizing how important it was to have this strong mindset to find light, love and lessons because I hated taking out the trash. I was one of six kids with a single mom, and I don't know how I got this karma, but I always had to take the trash out with five boys and a girl. And then I go to college, and I'm the smallest football player on my team in a fraternity of football players. So guess who has to take the fraternity trash out? And if you think six kids is nasty, fraternity trash is the nastiest thing. So I then get married and figure, okay, equal, I'll take out trash. So no, I end up with three daughters and my, you know, I entitle them a little and I just have this terrible trash karma and I have the wrong focus on trash. It spills on me. If there's glass in it, it cuts me. Whenever I had nice clothes, I guarantee it was rooted. And then I decided to change my life because of taking out the trash. I decided if I can love taking out the trash, then all these other things in my life that suck, the same percentage of everyone, then I'm going to be happy all the time. I'm going to make this my practice. So I started thinking about taking out the trash. What is it that I could like about it? Where's the light, the love, and the lessons? And I realized that I could think about what I wanted to be happy when I took the trash out, that I could use it as an escape, as a neutrality, as a part of being in the flow. And I practiced it and practiced it. And pretty soon, the coolest thing that happened with the trash that taught me the strongest lesson was that not only did everyone thank me? And my wife's friends were like, oh my gosh, your husband's amazing. Now, I was doing amazing things before. Nobody thought the stuff that I thought was amazing was amazing, but somehow taking the trash out without being asked mm -hmm. was amazing. And you know, I made my friend's wives jealous because I could take the trash out. Uh, it was amazing. But the coolest thing was my kids, kryptonite is how I describe the trash to my kids. I'm like, why is the trash like kryptonite? You know, you go, you go the other way. Yeah. When my energy changed towards trash, all of a sudden my 17-year-old asked me, hey, Dad, I'll get that for you. And it really clicked in my head that my energy had transferred to their energy and that just like when I was doing something fun, they wanted to participate, they could feel my energy towards it and they were just drawn. They didn't even know why 
to the Jedi mind game of trash. And I think that story is indicative of anything you want to do in your life. And I have surrounded myself with the greatest celebrities, athletes, uh, entertainers, billionaires, entrepreneurs, unbelievable people, and their lives suck just as much as yours and mine. And they just have to learn how to find that light, love, and lesson. Yeah, and I and I love that. And what I hear you saying, David, is you had that self awareness as well to figure out, okay, I'm I'm going to shift my perspective. One of the things that I noticed today, and you may or may not agree, is there's a lot of consumption today, right, around us, the external factors, right? So consumption of people, consumption of media, consumption of what you should do. Um, and I think that can deter people from making their own decisions, right, or being in alignment with what they do or really just having their own mind to think through what do I want, what do I need. What are your thoughts on that? Do you have any value, valuable strategies or anything that you can just kind of share with us on that? I do. I think it's really important today to take inventory of our values mm -hmm. every day and not be afraid of being a hypocrite. I think so many people are so afraid. I, I find this with my high school friends. I'm so afraid that they're going to think I'm a liar, a cheater, a manipulator, that I'm a hypocrite because I've changed so much. Yeah. And so somehow I'm supposed to be the same idiot I was when I was 17. No, you need to take your values every day, personal values, your non-negotiables on who you are, your experiential values. It's okay to say, you know what? Today I want to go to the beach. That's what I want to experience. Right? It, it's okay. I don't care who you are. The giving values in life. I, I pray every morning for a minimum of 10 minutes, 10 people that I can help. That's a non-negotiable in my life. I pray to God, put 10 people in front of me that I can help. And then most importantly, my receiving values. I think it's so important. You mentioned it earlier that so many people have this false sense of uh, purpose. You know, they got to know their why with everything they do. Yeah. Who they eat has to be why food and the trash. They, everything's why. I'm a what person. And the way that I get my what is I want to know what I want today. And I, I go to, to order food. I know what I want. I go to you know, the weekend. I know what I want to do. I'm a what person because my why is attached automatically to be abundant, to help other people, to provide value. That's given to me. I think everyone knows their why is to help somebody with something. They don't know their what. And so if you take inventory of your values, know your what. With the massive amount of consumption, the massive amount of noise, interference, corrosion between you and this great source of power that we're always connected to, I think getting clear on what you control, not just your mindset, as we mentioned earlier, not just your heart set of, of how, how we feel, because we can control that, but actually what you think, say, do, believe, and, and what you hear during the day. And yeah. you're not going to know that unless you know your what. And also, when you know your what, you'll start realizing, this was my biggest downfall when I lost everything. You'll start realizing when you know your what, you'll see the feeding chain. And, and the feeding chain is so important. So what I look at now is, wow, I'm going to feed the things that feed me. I'm going to watch more of the good television, the good podcasts. I'm going to hang out with the people that make me better, that raise my vibration and frequency. And guess what? If they're not feeding me, then I'm going to let them fall away. And worse, if they bleed me, I'm going to fire them. So I have a feeding chain of if you feed me, I'll feed you. If you don't, I'll let you fall away. And if you bleed me, I'm going to fire you and cut you off from my life. Yeah. I love, I love the what. I love that you talk about the what, because you're right. In that moment, you can now decipher what's in alignment. What do I want? 
and what's not in alignment, what don't I want? But if you don't have that key factor, that question, then, and then how will you know? You let everything in, right? So I, I love that you bring that up. And one more thing, right? If you vote for what you don't want, you're going to get what you don't want. If you vote for what other people want for you, you're going to get what other people want for you. One of the key lessons in life is just because someone loves you doesn't mean they give you good advice. You don't have to vote for what other people want for you. Vote for what you want and elect it into your own life. Absolutely. I love that. You know, I I'm, I'm can assume just by all the work that you're doing that, uh, you know, one of your key values is service. Right. I mean, you love to give back. Your mission is to help get, you know, a billion people to achieve happiness. How did you get to that point? Like what? When did you wake up and say, today, I'm going to empower a billion people? So I've been training people for over 20 years for free to help them. And mostly it was sales training. I wanted to have quantitative value in other people's lives. And uh, what happened was I was doing some research. One of my daughters told me that one of her friends from school, she was 12 committed suicide and I was I still choke up I it just shocked me because I hadn't really heard of you know you hear of it on social media but like like in the neighborhood like these yeah. are you know affluent kids like these aren't kids that are around heroin when they're 12 you know this is and then I started doing research on like why a 12 year old who killed himself sorry but then it was like 30 year olds and 50 year olds and I'm like what's going on it was the fastest growing way people die they're taking their own lives. That's how unhappy they are. And it was even beyond the fact that I understand when people are unhappy, they take opiates, they take drugs, they, they numb themselves. And so I decided, you know what? Sharing a vision is selling. What if I could just, you know, change a collective consciousness? And because I'm super happy. I know I was born with a happiness gene, but I've had some really bad things happen in my life. And I've always been happy through them and I fought to be happy and I can teach people the values that I have and the daily practices and then I'm like okay well I'm gonna use my training for that and then it just came to me as walking on the beach I'm like I would need a billion people to create a collective consciousness eight billion people on earth if I could teach a billion people then I started connecting the dots backwards I'm like people are gonna think I'm crazy they're gonna think I'm Jesus Christ like I can't go around telling people I want to power my own family's gonna get me committed. Yeah. And until I did the math, and it happened, I was on with Bob Proctor, mm -hmm. one of my mentors, and I said, "Gosh, you know, Bob Proctor, if I could get him on board with me, he could teach a lot of people." And then I started going down my list of all Jack Canfields and Blaine Bartlett's and Cynthia Christie's and Sharon Lecter's and you know Kim Perrells, all these amazing people, and I was like, "Wait a second. I just need a thousand people that could empower a thousand to empower a thousand and people won't think I'm crazy. And so I tested it out on stage. I said, if I told everyone here, who thinks I could change the world, raise your hand. Nobody really raised their hand. I said, what if I said I could change the world by making over a billion people happy? Who here thinks I could do that? No one raised their hand. What if I told you that I could in my lifetime, and at the time I was 50, I said, what if I told you right now in my lifetime, I'm looking for a thousand people that I could empower a thousand people to empower a thousand people to be happy. How many people here think that Dave Meltzer, what I'm teaching can teach a thousand people to do that? Everyone raised their hand. And I said, you do the math because you answered the other two questions. And they did the math a thousand times a thousand a million, a million times a thousand a billion. And I repeated the question that I started with, who here thinks I can change the world to be a happy world, an abundant world, a world of more than enough? Everyone raised their hand. That's when I knew 
that people, they may make fun of me, scoff at me, laugh at me, just like they did throughout my life, but they will applaud me when I'm done because mathematically I know how to get there. I connected the dots backwards just like I do in business, and I know I can find a thousand people like you to set forth the greatest mission of all time because happiness is, it strengthens us mentally, physically, spiritually, financially. It strengthens our immune system. It'll protect us against everything. And that's why I'm on this mission and it's only created more abundance in my own life and so many other people's. And it's so powerful. And, you know, you're absolutely right. We have the highest suicide rate we've ever seen in North America across all ages, even elderly. And um, sometimes I think that we overlook that and we try to ignore that there really is a crisis happening amongst humanity and bringing happiness to individuals, bringing that confidence and that self-love is such a key factor to move us out of that. So uh, you're doing incredible, incredible work. If you can give, you know, one tip or one strategy to start today, you know, the, the people that are listening to say, okay, I'm, I'm ready to, to achieve my happiness. What would be the first thing that you would say to them? You know, it's so funny because so many people call me up anxiety, some suicidal. I'm not a professional. So at first I always say, if you are in despair, seek professional help. Absolutely. Professional. But I do know one thing, that saying thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up, for 30 straight days will change your life. It will create a gracious perspective in your life. You will start seeing the light, the love, and the lessons and things that you have never seen before. You'll start shifting the paradigm of your entire being. And so you can just say thank you before you go to bed and when you wake up, your life will change. The saddest thing is by tonight, half the people won't say thank you. By tomorrow morning, another half won't say thank you. By three days from now, most of us won't say thank you. I've studied physics, quantum physics, metaphysics. I've surrounded myself with the world thought leaders. I sit on the Transformational Leadership Council with the greatest speakers, authors, and thought leaders of the world. All of us agree gratitude is the most powerful truth of all. And yet, by the end of today, most of us won't say thank you, even though I've given you the simplest way to be happy and to start your journey towards happiness. Absolutely, absolutely. Gratitude, gratitude, gratitude. David, thank you so much for your time and for all of your knowledge. I'd love to go into the power section. I call the power section. So, you know, if you can leave the world with one final message, I like to call it the golden nugget. What would your golden nugget be? Oh, it's always the same. Be kind to your future self and do good deeds. Absolutely. And I think I know this answer, but what's one value that you have that's a non-negotiable for you? Uh, Gratitude. Gratitude. Absolutely. And I have one more question, but before I get to that, how do we learn more about you? I know you're doing great work. You have some free trainings that you do on Friday. Tell us a little bit more for our audience so that we can connect with you. Yeah, every Friday I do free training. This week's on transitioning. It's been the ultimate ego training, sales training, pitch training. I do a BYOQ, bring your own questions, 11 a.m. Fridays, every Friday Pacific time, 2 p.m. Eastern. But the replays are the number one podcast download I have spot. It's featured on Spotify and on Entrepreneur. So we have a lot of support on the replays as well. All you got to do is reach me directly, david at dmeltzer.com, David Meltzer everywhere else. And I do have a text community if you'd like to join, 949-298-2905. Amazing. Thank you for all of that. And final question. As you know, we are Rise Up For You. What comes to mind when you hear that phrase? Uh, for, For me, it was make the investment in yourself. I think... Rising up for ourselves, you can't give what you don't have. Practice being worthy of receiving. And I, I used to give so I could receive. The biggest shift in my paradigm is aligned with this, the title of this show, which is I now rise up and receive 
for me, through me, for others. So I receive for others through me, not for me to give to get. It's not a negotiation or a trade. I am in the flow and I'm rising up so that others can rise up as well. Well said. Thank you so much, David. So appreciate you. Uh, I appreciate you. Let's do this again. If I can do anything, let me know. Thank you. All right. There you had it. That is the Rise Up For You podcast with our guest today, David Meltzer. Please check him out. He's got an incredible mission. What better mission than to have to inspire one billion people to be happy, something that we need now more than ever in today's world. So don't forget, check out David Meltzer. You'll see all of his information, his free training, his linked in the notes below. Other than that, my friends, we will see you next time. Rise up for you. Be better today than yesterday and prepare for a greater version of yourself tomorrow.